Paul's second letter to Timothy 4 5-8. Timothy, my son, always be steady, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. For I am already on the point of being sacrificed, the time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me but also to all who have loved his appearing. Dash, dash, dash. Paul, in this very personal letter to Timothy, the young pastor in Ephesus, shows the way that Paul viewed himself in his relationship to the pastors of the churches that he founded across Asia Minor. Referring to Timothy as son, Paul shows himself to be a father figure for the newly formed and growing church. These are the words of a godly mature man instructing the next generation of spiritual leaders. Having already gone through immeasurable suffering and persecution, Paul is encouraging Timothy to always be steady and fulfill his ministry. The idea of suffering is not a possibility but an expectation. Paul knows that Timothy will be facing intense persecution in the upcoming years, as the followers of Judaism and the followers of the old gods of the Roman Empire and the tribal gods will oppose the evangelistic efforts of the church. Paul encourages Timothy by reminding him of his own faithfulness to Jesus Christ. He explains that because of his faithfulness, he is looking forward to being rewarded with a crown of righteousness that he will receive from the Lord, the righteous judge. The scene that Paul is explaining here has some very interesting points. First, Paul is expecting to be rewarded at the judgment seat of God. This fits with what John describes in Revelation 20:11-12. It is here that we see the judgment seat of God before whom all humanity will stand and they are receiving judgment, not for what they did wrong but for what they did right. This is the scene that Paul is describing. Men do not earn salvation for their good deeds, they earn reward for their good deeds. The soul that is formed into the image of Jesus Christ will be blessed with reward for their faithfulness. As Paul describes it, the reward will be a crown of righteousness. Paul is using an ancient metaphor to describe the reward. In ancient times, the crown of a king would be descriptive of what sort of king he was and what imagery on that crown described his character. Essentially, Paul is saying that those who were faithful in their lifetime will be rewarded with greater righteousness as a complement to their efforts toward holiness. Like the parable of the talents that Jesus used during his ministry, the servant who was faithful with the five talents was rewarded with even more talents. Rewarded as well was the servant entrusted with two talents, receiving two more talents for his faithfulness. But the lazy servant who did nothing had his talents taken away. Thinking through these three passages, Paul's words to Timothy here, John's description in the book of Revelation and Jesus' parable of the talents in Matthew 25, we see that the judgment seat before which we will stand at the end of history is not about punishment but about reward for faithfulness. Again, this is not about earning one's salvation. Jesus Christ defeated the power of death in His own death, resurrection, and ascension. Everyone will gain eternal life but only those who have sought after holiness will be rewarded with more righteousness. In short, God will bless those who form their souls after the image of Jesus Christ with even greater holiness. Eternity for the righteous will be a glorious experience in the immediate presence of God. Those who spent their time seeking after holiness will find in the holiness of God a wonderful relationship with their God. But those who neglected the opportunity to become more like Jesus Christ, will receive eternal life but will not find the holiness of God pleasant. Multiple times throughout Scripture, the fate of the wicked is described as torment. They will experience torment, not as they are tortured and abused by God or by demons, but will experience torment as a response of their own wickedness in the presence of holiness. Paul closes this passage by reminding Timothy that the blessings of eternity are not only for him but for all those who have looked forward to the appearing of Jesus Christ. Paul understands that Jesus' appearing is about the completion of the Old Covenant. When Jesus appeared, 
as he did in the destruction of Jerusalem, all of the old ways were fulfilled. Since that appearing, all of creation lives under the kingship of Jesus Christ with the opportunity to pursue holiness.